Okay, so we're in Kufram Zion, bottom left, we're talking about Torah, Torah Haktoisha. That's what we started yesterday. And then Morty tried to correct me and singing, and it just didn't go well from then on. Yeah, you did, don't lie. He became quiet all of a sudden. So a person who learns Tayrak Doisha, he's getting he's getting into the he's getting into the helam. He's going into the hiddenness of a Kaddish Baruch and he's bringing it out because Torah brings a Kaddish Baruch Hu, reveals a Kaddish Baruch Hu in all places and it depends how how revealed a Kaddish Baruch Hu is to you if you're going to be able to use the Torah to reveal him. And the Kaddish Baruch Hu hid that light. There was a light that that, Moshe, that, that other Mishra was able to see me me olam me sofa olam at sofa to see Eluk, straight Elokos, he was able to see Kaddish Baruch everywhere, but then that light got hidden away. Because it wasn't Zoh, not everybody could be Zohar to that light. And, but, a, but the Chazal said that a Kajwa hid the light in the Torah. The, the light, the Orha Gunas, it was Gunas in the Torah. It's not hidden away somewhere where you can't get to it. So if a person learns Torah and he learns it in a deep way, and he has a Melus Torah, right? A Melus means going from Olam, the same letters Olam to Olam. Then he could bring out that Orha Gunas and he could see the world in a totally different way. Howard said, Deacon, how are they so wise? How do they have such. Abilities to give Eitzah. Why can't we? We're not smart people. We're also smart people. Speak for yourself. Because they're connected to... Uh, I am. They are... They're connected in a different way. They're connected in a different way. They're, they have the Oragana, so therefore they're able to understand things in a different way. Like Davra Melech and Chassam Sofer, how they passed and Shailas, the Shechina was with them, as we learned from Echamar. So the Shechina is also with, with those who, who are almost Torah. And when you reveal the Elukus, that's in the Torah, that means you have the Shechina with you. It, I wouldn't even go that far because that's the, yeah maybe to that degree. There's also there's also other levels of uh, this this chachmas this chachmas de kedusha. There's ruach hakodesh and there's nevuah, different levels. Kofam Zayin, right in the uh, f- six lines down, four words in, five words in. Lachain, lachain ksev ner mitzvah Torah, or like we said a few days ago, pasuk says ner mitzvah. Mitzvahs are like candles; they provide light. But for Torah or the Torah's mom is the light. It's the sunlight, it's day. For Himshil Chazal, Hamitzvah Slaner, Chazal compared, he made a marshal that mitzvahs are like a candle. Himtsilu, Hamatsilu, Menaboros, they can protect you from certain pits of life, right? They keep you out of trouble. Avalimatsilu Menalistim, but they can't protect you from the robbers, from everything. What are the robbers? Hemim Kochas Atomo, Hamastiram, Yehudi, Es Ore, Lukusi, Es Baruch, Hamamale, Es Kol, Hambriah. The listim, the kochas of Toma, the helam, those distant, those those conceal Hakadosh Baruch Hu. They conceal the light. Hakadosh was mamali kol He fills the whole bria. Yet we don't see him. So the kochas of Toma come and they attack us. The light of the Torah can open that up to us. But it's only through the light of Torah, which is that madriya called Heir Hayom. The day the sun came up, you could see. Then you can see the light. Then you can see the Kavr Hashem in the world. Through the Torah, the world becomes fixed up, potentially, and the Ruch HaToma goes away. That's why the Sanhedrin are called the eyes of the congregation, the Ene Akal. We say, right? Shem, open, enlighten our eyes with your Torah, we say every day. All the limbs of a person are bound, they have boundaries, they have rules, they're physical. <coughs> but right? The hands can go, how far can my hand go? Okay, I'm not Basya Basparo, 
My hand can go a certain amount. This is unlimited. But for ilu heinayim sugolos liros mechavim. For your eyes, they could see. How far can they see? How the Agav Rabbi Nachman says an amazing thing. Sometimes he just opens you up to something that a Kodesh created, and he says that if you pay attention to a person's body, if you go from bottom to top, did we ever learn this together? No. If you go from bottom to top, HaKadosh will give more power as you go up in the body and it becomes even more, it's less limited to physicality. Mm-hmm. Take a ball and kick a ball. How far can you kick a ball? However far you can. But take a baseball, many people could throw a baseball much further than they could kick a soccer ball. Oh. Maybe the people, you have to be able to throw a ball. <laughs> have to throw. Not, not most, some people. The hands are stronger than the, the legs, even though, okay, you could say they're strong, whatever. Then I forgot, he gave all the examples. Then he says, if I scream to somebody, how far I could scream to somebody, it's even further than I could throw a ball. But I could even hear things that are happening even further than I can scream. Right? I could hear thunder, could be miles away. I can't yell a few miles. And you could even see further than that, right? If you were standing by like a valley or something, you could see moms, miles and miles and miles. You can see stars. You can see stars, right. So as you go up and it becomes less physically used even more, and what's the highest? Brain. The, uh, thinking. I could think anywhere, anytime I could I think. I think way too much. <laughs> <laughs> way too much. Years back, years forward. You're not bound at all. So it's interesting. So the eyes are misogal, liras, merchavim. You can manage see far, far, far. So the power of Torah, which is the beginning of Einayim, seeing, you'll be able, through the Koch of Torah, to be able to see from one end of the world to the other. So what's Rebbe? we look out, we see Kodesh right? This whole world. What's Rebbe Nachman saying? How can you not be thinking that this is Kodesh Baruch? You're right. You're, 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 drinking the, you're swimming in the Kool-Aid. Not everyone's a size of you. Yeah. No, I mean, it's... You're so right, if a person so works on his, if he works on his mono, then yeah, that's, that's the tachlis. That's Rabbi Nachman's point. Rabbi Nachman. <laughs> wow. Look at the kochaz. No, I'm just asking, what, 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 are, you, what are you saying? I mean, there's a different, there's two different, one, number one point, number one point is to see how Kaddish Baruch Hu created man in such a perfect, amazing way. How it's like from bottom to top. Like compared to, I think we discussed there maybe, but the Makos, yeah. the Maral. Yeah, we didn't cheer, but we never been talking about it. Right? If you look at the Makos, he, Dam, Tzradeya, Kinam, everything was from the lowest part of the... He carefully, Kodesh showed how from the bottom, blood, the water, to Tzradeya, who comes out of the water, Kinam, which are on the ground, Dever, which uh, Arov, which are animals, Dever, which is the plague of animals, they die. And he was slowly... Then Shechin, people, Barod, Arbe, Choshech and the Makas Bechoros is pure spiritual. He could have well showed meth, meth, methodologically. What's the difference between those two words? Yeah, he said methodologically. Methodically is easier to say. I know, it is easier to say, but I would sell him my clothes over All right, whatever, method Ali. Slowly but surely, he showed every single Nakud that was him. So it's a similar concept. Look at your body. The power that a Kaddishbo gave us, which is the, phys- the, low- the legs, which have like, they're the lowest, right? They have no, they have no, what? Attached to the ground. They're attached to the ground. Legs, Rabbi Nachman, there's a lot of terrorists. But slowly but surely, you see how Kaddishbo gave more power and it's less, in some way, it's less gashmi. 
Right? That so shows you how he built this world. It also shows you about the power of the mind. It gives you an ability to... to it locks you in like... You can go anywhere. Even though we know this, but to see the wonders of God. I was just learning with Sikha with a few chavah the other night, and he was talking about... About the koach of the, of the brain. How it's an amazing thing to think. And where those thoughts come from. And that you have bundles of information that are just somewhere in like the files of your mind. And somehow, poof, it can come out when you need it. He's like, where is that? Where are those thoughts? So I asked, why is Menachem telling us this? Because person's supposed to think about the Niflo Sabore. Think about thinking. Don't just stomp think. Think about thinking, but in a Jewish way, in an Amur de way, it, it could blow your mind. What does that mean? <laughs> Let's do that. Is that a good thing or not a good thing? No, oh, it's a good thing. Oh. Alright, Sam. Does it work the same way that this can be more mobile than anything else? Of course. And then it also works. But it's, it's an... In, see, that, that which we make gloom on our mind is actually showing how much power we have. Right. How are you making a mind that is lim- limitless? You're limiting it that's showing how powerful. That's a Kodesh Baruch Simpson. Is a Kodesh Baruch Simpson showing he has less power or he has more power? The fact that he could take infinite reality and make it finite shows how infinite he is. You think about that? Mm-hmm. That's insane. You have an infinite... You're in, you're, you have infinity, infinity, Ain't Sof, yet within Ain't Sof, the craziest Ain't Sof means it's Endless. The galaxy is endless. Yet, within infinity, within Ain Sof, has to be the Koch of Sof. Because if you don't have the Koch of Sof, then it's not Ain Sof. That's the paradox that our world <laughs> starts from. So if you don't have a Muna, you're already off. You just don't get it. This whole world doesn't make sense. It can't make sense. Are we infinity? Or are we not? Like, what are we? It's good I just to think about that a little bit. These are kochas of his bonus. I mean, people who exclude Kodesh Baruch from their thinking process of what's out there, try to create a scenario. It's like total fiction about how the universe got started or how life got started. Oh, it just happened. It's random... Molecule, where the molecules, you know, it's, you can't get back to a point where you can, everybody can accept. Oh yeah, we don't need God; we can just do it on our own. I mean, it's you, know, you deal with these people. Yeah, I deal with these people all the time. I know, it's, <laughs> it's rough. It's got rough out there. Guys, just admit already. Just say you believe, but they can't. So it's hard for people to believe because then they feel like it's you know. No, it changes the whole it world. Requires them to do another. Yeah, they'd have to change their entire life. life right? Even though it's a like one thought, but it yeah. they have to literally yeah, change their entire life. A that they don't want to but if there's zocha, if there's zocha, well, it's a great life. Please God, they should be humble. Yeah. 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 You heard there's a black hole and like. Yeah, Mr. Parker was. Oh, you're It's like I was like there was like kept fast forward. I'm like, when is this gonna end? Every chabura I say, he's talking about that. It's like the first fifteen minutes. Mr. Parker was telling how I was writing the sikhs. He's telling sikhs around. Yeah. Yeah, he's t- Mr. Parker gets into like these things. And he's he's a big thinker. Yeah, he's a no, big it's thinker. It's cool so you heard that, yeah, that there's a, there's a they found <laughs> a black hole that's thirty billion times greater than the sun. the sun or something. 
he's like, he's like blown away by this. And like everybody else in there was like, whatever, dude. <laughs> so I explained to him. Did you hear what I, I explained to him? I said... Nah, I just switched to some music. Uh, <laughs> to some depressing music. No, so I explained, I explained that he's in the spall from this, which is amazing, but we're not. But there's, everybody has that which they could be in the spall from. I said by, I said by Dr. Levine, he's going to be in the spall when you find, you know, what's smaller than an electron. Meaning the smallest things in the world are going to excite you. He's thinking like, this, wow, this is so big. But each person has that which he finds God in. It's going to expand him. It's an incredible video of, um, put together by somebody in the science world. You know, it shows human being, the earth, and the sun, and then stars and black holes and galaxies that Mamish make the sun look like a, an electron. Because it's all relative. Because we just see in our world that we have a sun 93 million miles away, and that gives us our light. But then there are stars and entities that make the sun look like a speck. I was, I, yeah, I tried to tell <laughs> him. Okay, it's all around, so, you know, if, you have, if you have the Amuna, <clears throat> see, it's not just Amuna. You need a little bit of Pneumis. You have to know about the Ain Sof, right? When growing up, you never heard about the Ain Sof. No such thing. You heard about God. Parashas Baralukim, that's where it all started from. But when you start to learn a little bit of Pneumis, you know the Sugyas before that. Okay, that's what all those white books up there are talking about. But at least, at the very least, when you start to learn, there was, there's an Ain Sof. Right. And then, it's, it's not that it's not even surprising. It makes sense, mm-hmm. logically, that there are black holes that are infinitely large, or not infinite, they yeah. are limited, because it's coming from a symptom of an infinite creator. He didn't just, like, make this small little world that's all he made. He, he made everything. And it makes sense. When I was younger, I used to think, well, well let's get to the edge of the universe. And jump. Yeah. And then what's next? Right. So there's, you, can't possibly, you can't ever get to the edge of the universe because what's the next step? It's still part. Okay, people are going to get, get, get scared so after this. Bam. It blew my mind. I mean, I, my mind was like, you know. I, thought, and I don't know if I have nightmares, nightmares after this. The fact that you thought of that when you were younger is the scientists the scientists start young they start young okay let's get back to uh, finite reality but but the, what the Torah does Kimei Shemayim Alaretz I don't know if we were talking about this yesterday was we talking about yesterday yeah Kimei Shemayim Alaretz what the Torah does is that it brings the, the the infinite world the infinite God it brings it into reality are you willing to see the infinitude in this constricted reality. That takes a muna. That's what the Torah has inside of it. Are you willing to go there? Now you need to learn a little bit about the details, the technical, what, what is this infinite, infinity? You need to learn a little bit about Ain Sof. You need to learn a little bit about Shir Sakalim. A little bit of these things, not, not much. You need to give yourself the wherewithal to be able to go into that place. If you have no place, you just, it's, a, it's, a, it's a belief. And muna pshut is very, very high. Very, very high. And that's the base of all of our Muna. But then you need to have a little bit, you don't have to, but a little bit of das, understanding of what went on. But still always, Emuna is the Iker. It's Emuna, das, Emuna, <coughs> more das, more Emuna. And that's how a person expands but doesn't lose himself in the process. Wait, so is there an edge to the universe? Yes. We don't. Yes. We the so on the other the side. way the scientists explain it, oh boy. I can't get my head around it, is that it's an expanding situation. 
that it's actually enlarging. And it's hard to imagine that something that's infinite is enlarging. It's but not infinite. Right. The world is not infinite. It's not well, infinite. It, it, so then where's the edge of it? At Silas. I mean, it's always, it's always, expi- it, it makes sense. It makes sense with, so uh, maybe with how you are you talking about matter? Are we talking about space? So, so if it's, it's physical reality, whatever it is, it is something. So if you're, as a human being, you're always in a physical reality, right? You may also have a spiritual reality, but you're also in a physical reality. So you go to the edge of the universe and then, so where do you go? Where's the next step? There is, you know, Otherwise, it would be finite. If you could come to the edge, it means it's finite. I think the argument is it is finite. The edge is, right. doesn't mean it's not right. Finite. We're limited in our it, ability to. If you're at the edge of it, so your perception of the universe is infinite. Right, but the reality, the reality is not. Well, you don't know what the reality is because you can't get to the edge of it. No, well, it, it must. It must so be you, it's, all, it's only your perception of it. And that's about because nobody because can the get reality to you. you can't get to get it. Right. It's wild stuff, man. That, you can't say that the creator of the world think, is infinite, this. created something that's infinite. Composer. <laughs> no, you can't. It's not create something that's All right, we're, you're gonna you're gonna go at this later. This is deep. Welcome to Kesser. Welcome to Chachma. <laughs> no, it's not a joke. A little bit. These are. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot going on. We can't get to oh. the edge. Okay. <laughs> well, you'll, you'll, you'll go at it. This is a good, this is a good conversation. It's expanding. Philosophical. Philosophical. So Vaito says, So through the koch of Torah gives you eyes to see more. Gives you the ability to see from one end of the world to the other. And it doesn't, it doesn't, it, it stops, it prevents the shlita, that the sitra achra, the other side, the other side, the the limited perception of man that the Sitrachar is. It's a limited perception of man. Don't see the Rabbanu Shalom. Because look, you don't see him. Haray, there's no God. If you can't see him, then they can't be there, right? Don't, don't believe. Torah Dosha says, that's not true. There is a Boreal. We say every single day, right? All the, the, the entire creation praises Hashem. Hashem. Everything praises Hashem, the big ocean animal thingies, haharim v'chol gavos, the the mountains, the the hills. Shuzach liros ori zbarach mikol habriah min hashemayim shmei hashemayim. You can you have a whole new world view if you learn into the pinimus of Torah. Min aritz me'atinin v'chol tamos again from the ground, all the, the sea creatures. Everything praises the Kaddish Baruch Hu. You see the Koch of the Poel. You see the energy, the power of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, the Poel, the one who's acting in the Nifal, in creation, the ones who are static. You see the dynamic in the static. You see the energy of a Kaddish Baruch Hu in all of creation, in us. That's only if you believe that the Bereolim is the only one who gives Ata Machayes Kulam. Right? He said every single day. Four words. Va'ata Machayes Kulam. You give life to everything. Do you believe that or you don't believe that? If you believe that, then every single thing a Kaddish right now is giving life to. Va'ata Machayes Kulam. You give Chiyas to everything. Vitality, energy to everything. There's no exception. It's either everything or nothing. Baal Shem says. We have, to, we have to get this in our mind. 
Do you believe everything is a Kaddish Baruch or nothing? There is no room for middle ground. If there's middle ground, then you're a kofir. It's like right? the only thing that's black and white. <laughs> but once you go white, who, uh, then you're privileged. Then you're privileged, yeah. It's a schus. It's a schus. <laughs> <laughs> so you, once you learn Torah and again, it's a little bit of a deeper way. It's not just learning halacha. We know because we've all learned halacha, but we don't necessarily see the kolach apol the nifal. We see how black spot on an esrog posulate, but I don't necessarily see the kolach apol, the kolach kodesh and the nifal, which is a line Alter Rebbe uses, I think, in Tanya. It's a very strong line. Yeah? No? I'm not sure. Kolach apol I think. That's the light of the Torah. Gives the light to be able to see something different. Right? We have, it's dark. You have a flashlight. You could see what's dark. Right? <coughs> Even in this world where we have physical light and we think we see, we really don't see. We see a lot less when it's broad daylight than when it's dark. Because when it's dark, you don't see the room. When it's broad daylight, you don't see the infinite infinitude of a Kodesh Baruch So where do we see less? That's the, that's the tricky thing. When it's light outside, it's physical light, we think we see, mm-hmm. right? But that's the chlal, that's the, that's the stira, that's the hidden, the concealment. The fact that you think you see is the greatest concealment of your seeing. Mm-hmm. And the da- that's the most dangerous... What is the Gorn called, blind person? Um, Saginar. He has enough light, which means he's blind. Wait, oh. The fact that you think you see what? what the fact that you think you see... Is the greatest concealment to your actual seeing because you don't see Bemis. But you think you do, so why would I ever think to try to work on seeing more? I think I see. It's like when a person thinks he's doing a mitzvah and it's really an Avera. Bemis is an Avera, but if he thinks it's a mitzvah, why would he ever change? Well, if anything was Gemar and Sota, who's learning Dafyomi? Didn't it just say that people do the Maisim of Pinchas and they ask, people do the Maisim of Zimri and they ask for the Schar of Pinchas? one of the scariest lines I've ever thought about. People could be, the Gemara says, people do the Misa of Zimri and they ask for the Schar of Pinchas. I have to think about that. Yeah. It, that's, it means a person could be doing the worst thing in the world before Hesia, but yet he thinks he's doing a mitzvah and he believes it. Really that's Zimri, crazy. Did Zimri himself think he was doing something? No. He probably. He, he probably thought he was, he probably did. No. He probably he's rash. Masakin, he's probably being masakin in the kolchas atum. I'm going to go into that place with the right kavanas. It's in Shlomo Melch. I mean, it was, it was Jewish, but he also there's Torahs about that. You can't have you can't have uh, you can't have the kavana for this. It happens. Mashiach comes in that place without kavana. You can't have kavana to go in. To the darkness, like that. So you're telling me how it how it happened, but she, you, had, you can't say that she, he he one of them seeing what was who is on Shlomo or is on Zimri. What about it? You have to say that he had he had he had some pure thought in terms of what he was doing. Yeah, you don't have to say that. Oh, that means you have to say that. You don't have to say that. It's hard to not say that. It also depends where you're coming from. Okay. Anyway. Let's go, Vaita. What do we want to do? Hey, that's, not the, that's not the craziest line of the Gemara. All right, well, you know what? Let's, let's, let's stick with this and see for a second because there's another thing we have to see. Where did I just put mine? This? Okay, I'll tell you which page. Let's turn to page. from our Sugya. Let me do this page here in one second. Yeah, 
No, not not no, no. It's not a sugya though. It's on, uh, it's on the Gemara. Uh, second, I wrote it down. I think he he had been a man. Oh no, no. Okay. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, page in the Nalf. Currently doesn't exist. We're gonna. We're, we're gonna be in the Sefer Shalom. Page in the Nalf. So. Um, so the Gemara was saying. The Gemara was saying. We learned that Yaakov Avinu was scared. Right. He had a promise from Kadosh Baruch Hu Haftacha. I'm gonna take care of you. And then Vayir Yaakov. He was scared. Vayitzer. Right. He was distressed. He says, going to get him. Ah, how could you be distressed? Hashem promised you. Shema Yigramachet. Maybe I sinned. Right? David did that. Yeah, David. Fine. So the problem is, I mean, we get to see Rich tomorrow. We'll see next, the last time I told you about it yesterday. We'll probably see it next week. We need like a whole day for it. Probably Monday, maybe. Grandfather. And Rav Yashiv edited the Svarim, little known fact. Which means, yeah, exactly. Which means he was Shakua in Kabbalah. 10 years old. Oh, 10 years old? Oh, this I didn't know. Editing at 10? Yeah, that's it. It's in the book. And he lived to 100. So he got a lot done. (laughs) Over 100. How old was he? He was, I think, 107, maybe? I don't remember at the end. Okay. 170. Okay, good. So the problem is, is that if Yaakov Avinu could be scared that maybe he sinned, and that's going to cause... HaKadosh Baruch not to protect him. And how can you ever have bitachon in HaKadosh Baruch Why shouldn't we always be scared? <laughs> Think about it, it's a scary thing. We should always be scared. Maybe I sinned. I probably did. And it's going to cause HaKadosh Baruch not to protect me. So how could I trust that when this situation is going down and it don't look good, no, I trust HaKadosh Baruch will take care of me and what he sees fit in the best way. How can I see that? Do- you're on Sunday, Shir. What? Relax over there. I see that. I knew you were going to perk up over there. <laughs> I know you. Didn't, how you uh, think? Didn't you want to that Yak was actually upset that he was? Hey, 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 hey! What? He's, he's setting it up. Setting it up. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm slowly table. lobbying. I'm giving. <laughs> I mean, I probably quoted in the Shir about probably this piece. Very important piece. But the question is for those who aren't there, who want to be there. I'm talking about mindfulness. How do you yeah. think about it? It's a big steer, seemingly it's a big steer to be tough. Mm-hmm. You can never trust the Kaddish Baruch is going to help me because maybe I sinned and maybe he, he doesn't want to help me. That's what it sounds like from the Gemara. I lost my ability to have Hashem protect me, therefore I can't trust him. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to find another way. Mm-hmm. This scary line. Potentially irrational. Potentially irrational? In what way? So if you're coming from the place of Bitochem, it's totally irrational. Mm-hmm. If you're coming from a place of non-bitachon, it's totally rational. Right? This makes the question even stronger. Have have Yaakov. Have that. Mm-hmm. So what was Yaakov Vino thinking? What was he really thinking? It can't be the Pashup shot. He was scared that he sinned and therefore sometimes protect him. So let's learn. No, no. Bottom left. Should we just leave it at that and let you think about it for the weekend? Yes. All right. You get out. L'orzeh. <laughs> Lunal from the left bottom. This is this in the Sirish Shalom. I think I'm be talking. 
Yeah, I'm going to be talking. We learned this a long time ago. I, I, I advise anybody who really wants to learn Sugis of Amunah and Bitochan, besides Rebavavi, obviously, I, and Shari Tochan, I advise the Shir Shalom, Amunah and Bitochan. Very, very good, very strong, very clear. Definitely, definitely helps. You have to go through it slowly. Don't just rush through it. Any Sugya, Amunah and Bitochan, Ahava, it's not a Sugya of intellect. 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 You have to understand, but the Sugya is, is about a hasagas halev. It's about downloading into your heart. That has to go slow. Hearts do not move fast. You can't come to a loving relationship fast. If you do, then there's problems. It's called infatuation. Right. It's not true. It's not concrete. It's not internalized. So amun and is the these sugyas have to be understood logically, intellectually, but then drawn down slowly into the heart. So don't ever rush through swarm about and, anything and, and but it tests you also like when you're learning it he's going to give you different missions but it has to be like right according to your madrega yeah, that's how you go to the madrega. next madrega right Meaning so if you go too fast think about it all day and then you're your mom and right then you go home and you're like why is my my, my chicken burnt <laughs> <laughs> what is this yeah, you flip the thing you, by the way, it's i'm three, going back to 350 life. don't don't this. put the oven on 400 350 400 burns things he doesn't ask to learn how to use an oven. Okay, here we go. No, it wasn't me who burnt it. It was some other person. Uh, Messing everything up. Mishnah talks about people who burn chickens. You know, they're gonna, it's a crazy thing. I think it's Rabbi Kiva. Yeah, Rabbi Kiva. I think in the Mishnah, Rabbi Kiva says, a reason for, you have to know what the Panimis of that is. You have to know what the, I think it's Rabbi Kiva. He says that, that grounds for, for divorce is if, if, if your wife burns the food. Was it mean Ah, uh, <laughs> it was the, like 10 second over here. No. <laughs> right, come back next time. Okay. The holy, the holy burn chicken. The holy burn chicken. Ulorze. <laughs> the holy sugya. Says, says in Sira Shalom, Yisbar lano So it comes out in the sugya of bitachon, okay, if you trust in a Baruch do you really need a shadlus? Do you really need to go to work? Do you really need to go to a doctor? Do you really need to go and do something? I trust in God, I'll take care. And if you do need a shtadlis, how much? This is the question everybody's asking themselves. The rule is, The rule is, everything depends on your behirus, your clarity of a munimitachan. Not how much you've read through, how clear is it, how much do you really understand, how much do you really believe it? Do you speak like it? Like, all right. Remember, I'll just say one quick, one quick story. The, the, I mentioned it in the, in the, in the Pitochim Chabura that um, there were two kids. They decided they were going to learn about Amunah Pitochim and then they are going to learn about it for like six months and then they are going to come back and they were going to discuss who got to hire Madragas. Remember this, Maisa? So one kid started learning. <coughs> he found all the Pesukim Amunah Pitochim. He went through he went through all, everything he could find on Amunah Pitochim. He organized it, he structured it, he wrote like essays on it. Hey, mom, it's like a whole safer that he was learning through, learning through, learning through. The other boy, um, I think maybe he learned Chavos Levavos, Shavitachan, but he decided that he was going to go. There was a forest behind his yeshiva, and he was going to go into the forest at night, and he was going to sit there for 20 minutes. And the first night, he was very scared to go in. It was like, it was pitch black. It's a forest in the back. And he walked in 20 minutes, and and he sat there for a little bit, and yeah, it's very scary, and he, and he left. And the next night, he went in a little bit further for a little more time. And 
And he progressed, he progressed, and he said, and he, and he stood there, and he said, Hashem's with me, Hashem's with me, Hashem's with me. Very posh. Hashem's with me, Hashem's with me, he'll take care, he'll take care, he'll take care. And by the end, he was able to stay up the entire night in the middle of the forest. So after six months, they come back together, and they start talking about their levels. And this guy, his mom, is giving him a whole, the whole everything, man. So, so the second boy says, wow, that's pretty amazing. Come with me tonight, and I'll show you. I'll show you what I've, what I've, what I've done. So the other boy's like, okay, yeah, let's go. And they, he brings him to the forest, and the first kid can't move. He's posh, it's so scared. The second boy's like, what are you so scared about? Isn't Hashem with you? <laughs> you said that. You gave me all the Hashem's with you. We understand. So the behirus, the clarity, is not always meant, it's, it's, it's being tested, knowing you're tested, working on the test, falling, getting back up. How clear do you see the Rebbe in this world? The more clear you see him, the more that you see he's at your job also. He's mamish there. He's the one who's doing everything. He's only giving you the chachmah to even do what you're doing. The more you see that, the less you have to do because it's him anyway. So why am I putting so much effort in? He's going to do it anyway. If a person feels in his heart strong, clear, true, ahava, love, kirva, closeness, I'm sure Kadesh Baruch is going to help me. He's sure. I trust. Even if I, even if I didn't do any Ashtadis, the Boreal will still help. I mean, this whole world has been going on for a, for a few thousand years. He's doing it. I wasn't even here for all these years and he was making it go. So Mali before, I was born Mali now, he'll take care. I'm a Jew. Part of uh, the, the main yesod of the, of the Nesiv Shalom in Bitachon, which is, Nisib, the Chavaz uh, does not bring it in at all, but one of the main nekudas of yesod, Habitachon, according to Nesiv Shalom, is that we're Yidin, and the Kodesh Baruch gave us a special Haftacha, because of the Amen Nifchar. Mm. You don't see the Chavaz discussing that. That's already, you're a Jew, obviously. We're talking about this brings it in as a, as a major part. So, Al-Kopan, if a person, is, she trusts that Kodesh Baruch is going to help him, so that's going to bring the Yeshua. Even without you doing anything. Then why we have such issues over Hashtadlis? Because we don't have the Bitochen. Right? You only have issues with Hashtadlis if you don't have the Bitochen. If you had the Bitochen, then Hashtadlis wouldn't get in your way. But it has to be no, yeah. I think that's, 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 that's what's going on. People don't have real bitachon. That's not that's not real. What I'm saying, it's like bitachon for real. That's the thing out there. You know, working. So teaching everyone's different. Let's just talk in any pronunciation. Teaching everyone's different profession. There are things I can turn off my stylus because I know in the background there are certain things that are happening without me even having to think about it. That's bringing in. Call it the Shefa. And I don't have to do right now because there's like, you know, let's say you use Chaim for example. There are people who are starting to have toothaches, so they're going to have to come to Chaim in two days from now. So it's not to think how maybe he needs to advertise or get his name out there more as a dentist. You're saying practically speaking? Okay, we have to continue, but that's Lav Davka Pitachim. Okay. That's, that's the natural world. People have toothaches. Mm-hmm. That's a scary thing if a person thinks. That that's bitachon when it's really not. Very often it's not. It's not so clear. And that's like thinking you see, but you don't really see. You think you have bitachon, but you really don't. You're really just trusting in the natural world. It's the, it's the, it's the furthest 
possible thing from Bitochen. The difference is so subtle, it's crazy. It's so crazy. And right. I guess you'll know if you're Bitochen if no one has toothaches anymore. Because yeah, those, those clients can go to other dentists. It's a million things. Yeah. No, but it's, it's not even that. You think that's how you possibly that's what... Even if they go to you, and even if they have toothaches, it right. doesn't mean it's Bitochen. Okay, let's keep going. Okay. This ain't like... <laughs> no, 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 just go back, go back to this. Oh, yeah? Like, Amuna plus Mishtablus, uh, plus Mishtablus equals, let's say, 100. So if you have 99 of one, one, you only need one of the other. Meaning, if, if I have 100% Amuna, I don't need Mishtablus. If I have zero Amuna, I that's, that's level one saying it. It's MS, it's level one. Because you could also, you have to know, well, what do you mean by Mishtablus? You mean actually going out? Hey, we can't, it's too much right now. Because I could have 100% of Muna and be working 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. And that would not be a stira. Because? Uh, because it's what Kaddish Baruch wants me to do. Uh, so. right? And Muna means you're really within the Bari Olam. That means you're not doing it for Ishtadlis purposes. Right? You, you don't rely. What? Okay, let me tell you right now. We can't get this out. <laughs> you're de- you're defining Ishtadlis inappropriately. You have to know. Give us the definition of Ishtadlis. This is two years of in like 30 minutes. What's the proper definition of a stop? Stadlis. Sunday mornings. Yeah, it's a lot of things. Click undo. These are very important sukkahs, but, but it's, it's, you make a tiny little mistake in, in your understanding of what a word is. Why? Because you grew up, that's what a stadlis means. It means going to work. I, I gave a whole 30 minutes, 40 minutes. I spoke about it for probably a few hours. The mistake that people make, stadlis does not mean going to work. That's, that is an inappropriate definition. It's wrong. And once you think that, your whole thing is off. It's off. You're just... You're just put imagine you defined... Imagine you thought an A was a B or B was an A. Imagine trying to go through an... Al, trying to read. You would be... Who knows where you'd be? Totally off. If you thought one plus one is three. Imagine you thought one plus one was three. Everything in your life would be off. And anything in math. Everything. That's a problem. So steer us right. So let's learn this, and I would I could send you the, the you know we work you have to work. There's I think it's, it's years it's it's it's, it's literally year, I mean it doesn't have to be years of work we just do it once a week. But I try to say it in the nicest way, and I really mean it in the nicest way. That what's going on nowadays in general is that a person thinks that he can just read a quick book of call Munabitachan or hear a few stories. I have Munabitachan. One thing that bothers people. I think actually bothers people by the way Rebbe teaches is that he goes so slow. And the problem is that you don't understand is that you needed to go so slow because he's teaching slow and methodical and slowly but surely he goes through the sugya. You rush through it, you missed it. It has nothing to do with intellectual understanding. What? Also. 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 I just spoke to a, I just spoke to a rabbi yesterday. I hope he's not listening to this. We're gonna. Bavavi's coming in, and I'm bringing him to this place to have a chabura. They have, whatever. He, he even in his lush and how we spoke about the chabura, and it's, it's popular, and he, and he likes it. But I could see that he's also he's missing the point. He's 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 missing it by the way he's. It's like yeah, Bavavi's very repetitive. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh my gosh, you totally missed the whole. You're missing. Yeah, he's never. He's never. Of course, it's re- on purpose. Yeah. It's, it's a mistake. It's, it's a subtle nuance. 
difference in what he's in what he's saying, or there's at that level he's going to something. You have to just read it slowly. Yeah. I don't care. Exactly. He's building. It's going slow. It's it's not repetitive. It's a different. He's like, yeah, I pepper it up. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, okay. But some of you're learning it, and they're changing. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's very very good. But it's a mistake. But it's still good. It's much better to learn it. I'll go upon him. So we didn't get anywhere today. Or... We got everywhere. We got everywhere. <laughs> you, know how, you know how I think. Ach. But you, saying, you talk about... You speak about Amun Abitacha and Shalas. Everybody's like, yeah, let's, let's do this. Mm-hmm. It's, it's become the most popular sugya. Really? I'm telling you, go to the farm stores. Every book, whether it's in English or Hebrew, is now Amun Abitacha. Huh. But I'm just so nervous that they're not really getting it. It's like a lot of Likutim. It's like a lot of the same stuff again and again. Or it's a lot of stories, like it always works out, you know? Because there's a God, so it always works out. It doesn't always work out according to what you think. That's not what Bitochon is. I don't know. Okay. Obviously, I'm sensitive to the subject. I just want people to get it. I just want people to get it right and not make these silly mistakes, the same mistakes, and the chitzonis of the sugya. But we're getting so close. People want it. But then, you, if you fear them wrong, the people, then... You're giving, you know, right? You have people who are, you have little kids. Little kids. Impressionable young children. And if you have a rabbi who's supposed to be looked upon as the guy who, you could trust him, right? He's, he's the rabbi. He's the guy with the beard. He's got, the, the, he's got all the credentials because he learned, you know, Hilchus Basar V'chalav or something. <laughs> Why that tell us he could teach your kids? I have no idea. But if he has Hilchus Basar V'chalav, he's a rabbi. This also bothers me, but... All right. For hours on that too. Yeah, I'm, I can go off on that one. It's so it's such amaratzis. Anyway, so you have this rabbi, and you have little kids, and, and whatever he says, they believe, they eat it up, and then forever, like us, mm-hmm. we're living today, right now. Each one of us in our bond, we're living with emunas and beliefs about Yiddishkeit that are actually totally wrong. Mm-hmm. And every single time, you hear rabbi says something, you're like, "Wow, whoa!" And I, I didn't know that. I thought there was something different. Yeah, because you were an impressionable young child, and you were taught by somebody who meant well but didn't know. And you could send you on a course. So you're off the whole time. So now you have these people, Klal Yisrael, sweet people. We're all sweet. We all want. We all want to learn. We're hungry. We're impressionable young children. And then you have people teaching the sugyas that we're, we're waiting for. If you, if you, if you say Tehillim twice times over, it's going to work out for you. So everybody should say Tehillim twice over Shavuos. And then don't worry, you'll get, you'll get all the parnas you need. Everything will go well. Your kids won't yell at you. You'll dive in perfectly. Everything's great. You know this is what's going on. It's, what's going, it's, it's a total... It's skewered. It's not right. It's crooked. That's bitachon. If I say to him twice, so everything in my life is going to work out. This is not true. There's truth to it amongst the bigger sugya of who a Kaddish Baruch Hu is, and then there's a Dabin Abelach, and there's something called Tehillim, and there's something called what Tehillim does, and it, and it can, yeah, of course. But it's a prat in a sugya, in a yam hachachma. It's a tiny, it's one buoy in the Atlantic Ocean. But if you don't get the Atlantic Ocean, then what are you, why are you hugging onto the buoy? You're stuck in, do you realize you're in an ocean? I got the buoy, I'm okay. I got my Tehillim twice over Shavuos, I'm good to go. You're in the middle of an ocean. Anyway, we have to. There's coffee. So you really <laughs> yeah, this is, I had uh, one of the, the frozen ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're wild, man.
does this have to do with Yaakov's chait? Uh, yeah, that's the next page. We didn't get that yet. <laughs> so you start talking about Amun because it's the sugi that everybody wants because everybody really believes deep down and then when you start touching the sugi of Amun Mutachem, like the Neshama starts to open up, yeah, let's do that. And then everybody gets into it. You see, we read one word, like everybody's into it. It's, that's how it's supposed to be. But then let's learn what the Yeshiva Shalom says or let's learn what the, the proper Swarm really say about it. Let's think about it. Let's be human beings with God-given wisdom and let's not just think that money grows on trees and if I daven, then a Kaddish will give me whatever I want. Right? Maybe that's not what's good for you. Okay. So, if, so a person has, has that hergish, he really believes that a Kaddish will love him, he's close to him, then, he, then he's going to trust. He doesn't have to do his on his end. Mam shechalov Yeshua, so it'll bring down the Yeshua for him. Fine. But if a person feels, based on the situation now, in Roy Laham Shechalov Yeshua, so it's just not going to happen. This the situation is, is really, it's really rough. Who am I? I'm not a tzaddik. Then, I, I, I'm sorry. Not sorry. Let's read it again. According to my situation, I have to do something. I can't just let, I have to do whatever it is. I have to be proactive in this situation. As I talk about and you have to do that ishtadlis. You feel that's what you need to do then go do it. Nochem Ish Gamzu lived every single thing is mamish the best. It's exactly how it's supposed to be and it's the best possible. So he never did anything. He brought dirt to the Roman Caesar and said, here you go. Here's our present. Remember that, Mice? Mm-hmm. And it turned into arrows and swords. He lived a different plane of reality. I gave us, this was the second Hagdamashir to the Shabbat Tachon. The difference between Nachim Gamzu and Rabbi Akiva. Vahayi bedarge ilos kezoz b'amunu b'tachon. Such a high madrega v'amunu b'tachon. Him shechalav ayedezeh hanagi ilos kezoz meizaboris barshma. If you have such a belief in a Kaddish Baruch that your dirt could be swords, that's what a Kaddish Baruch want, then it could be swords. Let's just, apples to apples, we're not holding a madrega. We should know about it. But we have to start with Rabbi Akiva, parenthetically. Mm-hmm. That everything, that, that even when my candle blows out, it's okay, Kaddish Baruch Hu did it. And even when my, my chicken gets eaten, and even, right? Mm-hmm. And even though when they don't let me into the city, they don't give me a, a chasanya, they don't let me in. Kol Darach Manadav, whatever Kaddish Baruch does is for the best. Now we can explain, what was it about that Yaakov Vinu was scared? What was going to happen that he sinned? Hapachad Shalom, are you ready for this? What was his fear? Shema Yigram Hachet. Maybe the sin that he did caused the lo yizkel hargish as godol ahavas of a kirvas The sin caused a distance between him and God. Therefore, he would be incapable of feeling God's love for him. Not because a kaddish baruch who doesn't give love all the time. Because when a person sins, the dissonance, it would not be shaykh to also feel Kaddish Baruch love. You just sinned. We're human beings. We're, given, we're, we're logical. We have to break the logic. But Stam logic is, if you sin against somebody, that person can't love me the same way he loved me yesterday. It's not possible. I sinned against him. So Yaakov is scared that because he sinned, he might not be the same adrega of Ahava and Kirva to a Kaddish Baruch that's what he's scared about. It. Memela, his own personal bitachon won't work. 
That's what he was scared of. But of course, a Kaddish Baruch Hu, even if a person sins, can, can help a person. You still should trust a, per- a Kaddish Baruch Hu. That's the truth of the I wouldn't say the Shemi, I don't know if that was, that was he had he was doing true whatever. I'm not saying in this particular example it's exactly true, but that's the concept, right? That's to, the beginning of it. To begin to to realize to realize that uh, yeah we spoke of this in because the know Hashem accepts true. Correct, correct. You have to believe that. I'm sorry. Maybe it doesn't happen so fast. Right. Right. Vezem right. right. Hashem right. 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 Did I say? Did I read this? He won't be able to draw down the Yeshua through his bitachon. Right, was dying. Yeshaya came to him when he was sick. The Navi, Yeshaya Navi came and says, "You're dead in this world and the next world." That's harsh. The Navi is coming from God Himself. It's coming from a Kaddish Baruch Himself. What the Navi says. The Gemara Sword on your neck. Right? The executioner has a sword on your neck. Shaladam, I'll yimnam in a rachman. Never stop. Don't prevent yourself from a Kaddish Baruch's rachman. This, everything is a Kaddish Baruch's rachman. I'm not getting, because you're telling me some scary Yenavua, I'm going to give up hope. No. I'm, I always hope. Whatever Kaddish Baruch does is, that, it is exactly how it's supposed to be. Haimish Amnam, now we know he, he lived. Haimish Amnam, but even if he didn't, I always pointed out, even if he didn't live, he still held on to that Rachman. It's not only if he lived, he believed. He believed. How to be he lived? In the, in the Seder Hanhaga of this world, Nevuah could get to a certain place. Now, Nevuah is, is uh, the Maidam and Ateva, but it itself is limited. Nevuah, from a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Chizki, you're dead. But I have a Kabbalah that's even higher than that Nevuah. Nevuah is, is... What in this world could be higher than Nevuah? Moshe Ben is Nevuah? Chizkiah was saying there's a higher Madrigan than Nevuah. Right to the Bore Olam. Your Nevuah is, is you hearing it from a Kaddish Baruch. I'm going right to Kaddish Baruch that I trust him. You go right to Kaddish Baruch right to the king then nobody has shlit over you. And then it's possible to this is, this is how it was with Yaakov It's a high madrega. But this is, what, this is the madrega of Yaakov Inu. And Monday will continue with the Leshem discussing maybe a little bit more our, our madregas.